0: Hi, I'm Chris Maragakis of Simply Be Retreats and Therapies. I'm a life coach, therapist, and podcaster. Welcome to Mindful Mutterings. Please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me. Um, This week I wanted to talk about the way in which we interact with others as we go through the world and the very big difference between being assertive and being aggressive. So, um, essentially, assertiveness is the ability to speak for ourselves or others in a respectful and honest way and, and empowering others to have choice. Whereas being aggressive is when we try and dominate or attack someone else to get them to change or give us what it is that we want. So, there. Are, uh, let's talk about aggression first. So, the main types of aggression um, are firstly reactive expressive, which is kind of physical or verbal expression. And this, this is usually the result of being triggered in some way. So someone has said or done something that's hit a nerve or you can't get someone to understand what it is that you want or you can't get what you need. Maybe you become frustrated and maybe it just all builds up and you explode or you lash out. Or maybe through past conditioning you've learned that shouting at people or physically, um, physical aggression or violence gets the result that you want. Um, and so that's become your default reaction. Then there's reactive inexpressive, which is kind of like open hostility or being sullen, you know, withholding information, giving someone the silent treatment um, in, the, in an attempt to bully them into changing or giving you what they want through non-engagement. You're punishing them by withdrawing your attention from them. Then there's proactive relational aggression or passive aggressive, which is probably what it's better known as, which... It shows two forms, one of which is a cold and planned attack on someone. You know, you're going there to undermine a relationship or undermine someone and destroy a relationship. Um, and then there's people that do it subconsciously and they're not even aware that they're doing it. And generally speaking, the aggressor will be calm and on the face of it, friendly and sociable. But they're undermining and attacking all the time and they're doing it through gossiping or spreading rumours or they, they make comments and they start with um, they start with statements like, um oh no offense but or uh oh my god you're too sensitive or you know so automatically they're putting you into the point where it's your fault you're creating the situation that they're having to deal with Um, and maybe they'll use sarcasm a lot um but th- the whole intent is the same it is to undermine you and destroy the relationships that you have around and it is control through um through going through their behaviours and um, like I say doing it through the way that they speak to you and the way that they they are uh, present to you in public around other people Um, so none of these strategies are particularly positive or helpful they cause a lot of stress um, for the aggressor and the person that is on the receiving end They also cause a lot of emotional baggage, which is then stored in our body. And this can obviously cause long-term health issues. And not only that, aggression can be damaging to our professional and personal relationships. And often, because you've behaved in a way that other people find difficult, it causes more problems, which then add to the original hurt. And and so you end up with this cycle of pain and aggression and pain and aggression, and it just becomes all-consuming. And obviously, when you're suffering, that's how you view the world. And so you become... You become even more aggressive because you want to head off trouble before it comes to you. Whereas being uh, being assertive is about using open and honest communication to express yourself while being respectful of others and making sure that they have an opportunity to not only process the information but to respond in an empowering and considerate way. So generally speaking, characteristics of an assertive response would include taking responsibility for any mistakes that you've made. um, Only dealing with a specific issue at hand, the one thing that you want to resolve, not dragging up everything that's happened in the last goodness knows how many years. um, Only using appropriate and empowering language, maintaining eye contact and uh, presenting with non-confrontational body language. You know, it's, it's all very well speaking calmly and... Um, empowering but if you're towering over them and jabbing a finger in their face you're sending out so many mixed messages and actually you're being incredibly aggressive and intimidating so generally speaking managing a situation assertively will follow four stages Um, and they're they're kind of known as the situation the feeling the explanation and the request and that's pretty self-explanatory so the situation is essentially what's happened or the issue that you want to resolve or discuss and when you are discussing it, your language needs to be accurate. I mean, only the describing the situation as exactly as it happened. So the other person is completely aware of what you're talking about. There's no room for miscommunication. The language also needs to be non-accusatory. Um, Try not to use words like you've been rude or I think you're unkind because you don't know what the intent was behind the action. You know, lots of our behaviours are unconscious. We don't even know we're doing them most of the time. Um, And using words like that will automatically shut down an honest and open discussion because the other person will become defensive and they'll shut down. Um, Then we come to the next part, which is the feeling, which is probably the most important part because this is where you express how you feel about what happened. And make it about you. Use statements like I feel or I think um, because starting a conversation with you made me feel or you did Obviously again you're being quite aggressive with that but not only that you're putting the blame on them um, and that, that's really not helpful and it can be seen as an accusation and then obviously the other person then stops listening to the true meaning of what you're saying or what you're trying to revolve, uh, resolve because they've become sidetracked in their mind with planning their defence because they feel that they're under attack. So then after explaining how you feel you need to explain why you feel that way and this is the third stage. So for example, if you've said that you feel scared when someone holds your arm and they speak to you, um, you need to explain that maybe it's because your gran always told you that someone who holds on to you when they talk to you is trying to control you. Um, and so and so that you know that elicits a fear response in you or a, a rebellious response in you whatever it is and it's really important to be honest here and fully explain why you feel the way that you do so that the other person can understand the emotions that their actions are causing in you and they can then start to empathize and put themselves in the position that you might be in and then finally so that's the first stage so we finally we come to the request so they now know um, what happened you know and how you've re, um, related to it they know how you feel about it they know why you feel that way about it and now you can tell them what it is that you want from them and it may be a hug or it might be an apology or it might be for them to do something in a different way or stop doing something altogether the key point here is that it should be a positive suggestion don't tell them what you don't want them to do Tell them what you would like them to do so that they can make a choice because it's this, this choice that is the main difference between assertiveness and aggression. Because when we're communicating assertively, we're offering opportunities for choices to be made in an empowered and considerate way, whereas aggression does not. Aggression is the bullying of another person to exert your will upon them, removing the opportunity for any empowered choice, Um, no matter how politely you may think you're doing it or how... Um, unaware you are that you're doing it in the first place. So um, closed questioning is another key issue to be aware of when you're communicating with people. So like I said, assertive communication then offers an opportunity for choices to be made in an empowered and considerate way in a way that aggression does not. Um, And obviously when you're bullying someone, then obviously you're ex- you're exerting your will upon them or you're forcing or coercing them in some way and not only does that then um, make it difficult for them to think clearly um, you're struggling with that they're struggling with their energy they're defending themselves um, it, it's a terrible energy exchange it's really not healthy for either person and obviously you've removed the opportunity for empowered choice as I said so Obviously, the first uh, step in improving communication and managing our interactions when we're angry or just every day, because sometimes, especially passive aggressive people, they're doing it all the time. They're constantly trying to control the situations that they're in all the time, because this is what makes them feel that they're in control of the situation. And this is this is a particularly insidious form of aggression. Um, So we need to be mindfully aware of our thoughts, we need to be aware of the emotions that they're producing in us and then the actions that they're leading us to take and once we're aware of that we then have the opportunity to change from a reaction to a response and it's then that we can choose to move from aggression to assertiveness Um, and also applying this awareness to other people can also help us to manage or protect ourselves from their aggression because once we've become aware of what they're doing we'll be able to come up with a suitable response to their form of aggression without it triggering our subconscious or adding to their triggers. Because we're aware, because we're paying attention to how we're responding to them, we'll be able to do something different. And once you do something different, it forces them to change the way they behave. And obviously then that shifts you out of the the learned behaviour or the cycle of behaviour that you've become embroiled in. And it's through that... That we have the power to choose how we want to respond to the situation and remove ourselves from the bullying or aggressive treatment that we're on the receiving end of. So literally, if you're in a dance with someone that you do all the time, you know, they behave this way, you always respond this way because you trigger each other. It just takes one of you to change that dance and everything has to change. And so that's that's the power of mindfulness. As soon as you become aware of something or as soon as you become more aware of how you go through the world, all of these things start to become apparent and you can start to see how you can support other people to to maybe change their behavior by you adapting the way you, you respond to them. So I really help, uh, hope that's helped you out a little bit. Um, as always, love to hear uh, your comments, so please get in touch via the website simplybe.org.uk if you feel that now is the time to start your coaching journey then obviously please get in touch and we'll have a little chat and see what we can do to make that happen Um, and thank you very much for listening as always and I hope you'll join me for the next one take care bye